The excuses or the explanations from the head coach and the quarterback uh, coming up in Brandon Sports at 645. Wide open. A.J. Dillon, wide open. And not even just that play. I know. Just bad. So Bagel Fest. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just about 6-12 on Wisconsin's Morning News. What a strange weather day Saturday was. A lot of folks had things going on. You and I both had kids running cross-country. Mm-hmm. Cross-country yep. sectionals were that day. And then you had your big JDRF walk. It started yeah. out rainy, but then the sun came out. So, yeah, by the time the walk started around 10 a, it was a gorgeous morning. Oh. We had rain before and after, but during the actual walk. Uh, thanks for bringing that up, by the way. Just a quick thank you to everybody. Um, for those who donated or those who uh, reached out, really, really appreciate it. I, I, I think collectively the walk raised nearly a quarter of a million dollars for JDRF for Oof. type 1 diabetes research and cure, hopefully. I've been involved in some run walks where it's like tens of thousands, yeah, right? not, not a quarter million. I mean, it was pretty awesome. For you guys. That's amazing. So, super excited about that. Super proud of that. And it was so cool meeting a bunch of new families and some families that I've met over the years uh, that were there. And even uh, Pat Connaughton. VIP guest. Yeah. Wait, he just showed up? Well, so he knows uh, a dad of, of one of the kids with T1D who's part of the walk and um, invited him and... Pat said, yeah, I can make it for a half hour. So he That's awesome. showed up on a now. I mean, they were expecting him, but it wasn't really publicly known until he got there. And that was pretty cool seeing, uh, you know, that, that what I, I commented during the day it happened, I, I said this to Pat. I'm like, hey, man, this means a lot to a lot of people. Like, they'll remember that forever, like that they took a picture with an NBA champion. Like, it's, you know, it's not a big deal, but you have this window in your life and he has this opportunity to make people feel good just by being there. I just thought it was super cool that he did that. And uh, a lot of folks got to learn the story of uh, who was our Brewers player. Uh, oh, Garrett uh, Mitchell. Uh, Garrett Mitchell, yeah. uh, who is playing professional mm-hmm. baseball with type 1 diabetes. And I know you yeah. heard from people out there that they like that story. Yeah, so they're fired up about that. And a couple of kids were able to get Garrett Mitchell autographed baseballs, cool. which was neat and all that. So Garrett was not there. Uh, he wasn't expected to be. But I'm, I'm guessing in future years we'll be able to get Mitchell there himself. So, well, and again, yeah, thanks to thank you for asking everybody who helped out and uh, contributed awesome. to Eric's really run walk as well. Yeah. Well, it was more more just a walk, right? No run. Yeah, no run, just a walk. Could just a walk, walk around Greenfield Park. <laughs> Six thirteen. Brandon's got sports. Speaking of dog walks, <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Please listen anyway. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Another game, another week, and another ugly loss for the Green Bay Packers. It wasn't pretty in Denver on Sunday, but it did go down to the wire between the Broncos and Packers, and it was a Jordan Love interception yet again that sealed the Packers' fate. Tom with the block, going deep, and looking, it's intercepted! It's picked up by The call there on CBS as the Packers fall to the Broncos by a final score of 19-17. to They fall to 2-4 and four on the season. Good news, though, guys. I did not break my cell phone. <laughs> Good. It is all in Success. one piece. The lower so. your expectations get, the <laughs> we're, le- getting, we're getting lower. The more protected your valued items. Speaking of lower expectations, the Packers failed to score a point in the first half again and come back surging in the second half, but nonetheless leave the Mile High City with yet another loss. Disappointed, and I'm disappointed for our guys. I thought they battled hard. We, we did have some adversity strike in terms of 
it just seems like we've got a lot of guys going down with injuries and that's just part of the game and really at the end of the day nobody cares the expectation is the same next man up you go in you go battle and we expect there's a certain level of, of performance that we expect from all our guys love finished the game with that interception that you just heard there on that call on cbs but he did help the packers come back in the second half tossing those two touchdowns to go along with 180 yards qb1 speaking post game on the growing frustration following the team's third straight loss. Yeah, I mean, we, we all know it's, it's, it's ups and downs, but I think everyone's very frustrated. We got to find a way to win, got to find a way to win these games. We've been put in this position multiple times um, where it comes down to the offense, you know, have to go win the game, and we have not capitalized on that. So we, we got to find a way that, you know, just that margin for error, and we're not capitalizing on these end-of-game situations. You know, I think, going for, I think the situation is going to keep coming, keep being there until we find a way to you know, capitalize to go win. The Packers will return home next week to play host to the NFC North division rival, the Minnesota Vikings. That kickoff is set for noon. Lastly, to baseball, where a ninth inning grand slam by Adolis Garcia helped the Texas Rangers avoid elimination with the 9-2 Game 6 win over the Houston Astros in the ALCS Championship Series. One ball, one strike. The pitch. Adolis swings and hits a high drive to deep left field. That ball is way back, and that ball is history. Adolis Garcia clears him off with a grand slam after four consecutive strikeouts. The call on 105.3. The fan as the Rangers take game six. They force a game seven, a winner take all. That is all set for tonight in Houston. That first pitch is all set for 7 p.m. Coming up, a Wisconsin lawmaker in Israel. The latest on the potential invasion of Gaza and also the race for House Speaker now at more than half a dozen. All those stories next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Almost 622 on this Monday morning and this morning, new calls from some within Israel to further delay a ground assault on Gaza. As airstrikes escalate, Israeli defense forces insist these strikes are targeted at Hamas terrorists who brutally attacked Israeli civilians more than a week ago. Here's ABC's Andrew Dimbert. Early Monday morning, local time, Israeli Defense Forces striking a refugee camp in Gaza. The Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry saying 40 Palestinians were killed, including women and children. The IDF saying they're attacking terrorist targets throughout the Gaza Strip. And the war expanding now, Eric, to new fronts. Israeli Defense Forces hitting targets in the West Bank, which is not right up next to Gaza. I mean... This area is all geographically mm-hmm. very small. Sure, very but, uh, tight. It's not that original front, if you will, in Syria and in Lebanon. As uh, another terrorist group that we've talked about, Hezbollah, Hezbollah yeah. launching limited strikes at Israel. So now you have these other areas that Israeli defense forces are concerned about. On top of that, then, you have some U.S.-backed humanitarian aid starting to trickle into Gaza. What did they say Saturday? 20 trucks? Something like that, give or take. And then Sunday, a little bit more. But there's a lot more that's ready to go. Waiting. Yeah, ready to cross the border uh, through Egypt to get into Gaza. Week and a half now, we've been talking about the ground invasion being imminent. And there are some Israelis now pushing for, even now protesting against that move, at least for now. ABC's Matt Gutman is in Tel Aviv. We saw these protests in which family members of hostages, but also rank-and-file Israelis have come out and said, listen, you've got to deal with the hostages first, then you can go to war, but save these people. They're in there. If you start this massive ground incursion into the Gaza Strip, there's a significant chance that these people won't survive. And the reason for that is because U.S. senior officials tell us that a lot of these hostages are being held in Hamas's tunnels. We had the report earlier in the news about how 
Israeli defense forces are going to go about clearing those tunnels. And that dangerous on both sides would there. not bode yeah. well for right any Israeli hostages soldiers being held. Too. Right. So still more than 200 people reportedly being held hostage by Hamas. The White House apparently echoing that call as well to delay. I'm learning that administration officials, they are counseling caution and the delay to this looming ground invasion in order to allow for more hostages to be released and for more aid to get into Gaza. The U.S. is encouraging Israel to protect civilians and to think through all of the possible consequences. But the White House making clear that the president is not interfering in Israeli military operations. ABC's Selena Wang not interfering, merely counseling or weighing in. On the might-be-interfering front, not because anyone is listening to them, but simply because they're in the way more members of Congress are in Israel. Again, we're doing this. as a bipartisan delegation from the U.S. Senate. Republican Lindsey Graham is there. Democrat Cory Booker. Vince. Yes. They're doing the work for the people. Yes. A couple they're of names you might things. recognize. They're inspecting. Five Republicans, five <laughs> Democrats from the Senate. I'd read this actually was a previously planned trip, so they didn't call it off, but... I think you and I are in agreement <laughs> on this. No Not reason. a big fan. There's a war going There's on. There's no reason. And they, they don't yeah. need you. Agreed. President, yes. Secretary of State, yes. Secretary of Defense, yes. Members of Congress, no. Probably don't need you Who over there. Who in Israel is like, where is uh, U.S. Senator Graham right yes, now? We need right. him here. But like, these no guys one... fight their war, and, and, and you have you know legislative duties to take care of here at Good home. Point. Not to have to worry about entertaining you lot so you can take your pictures and issue your news releases. Congressman Derek Van Orden... Wisconsin guy, Republican from the La Crosse area. He's there too, but he's just on his own. He's just there. Fact-finding? Described it to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel as a fact-finding mission. I'm at the Holocaust Museum in Jerusalem right now, and behind me is the pillar of heroism. It uh, celebrates the folks that fought against the Nazis, and I would encourage every Israeli to come here today. Wisconsin Republican Derek Van Orden pulled that off his Twitter account, posting prodigiously to social media the people he's met and sites he's visited. I mean, it's like half travel log, <laughs> you know, and it then seems... some of these other meetings. And it appears the people with whom he's meeting are appreciative that he's there. Sure. But don't we need that guy back in Washington where every Republican vote counts? What you can do when to you serve don't the people. have a speaker <laughs> right? of the House. It's not even like it's just a normal week in Washington. Right. You want to serve the Israeli people. <laughs> Get back to Washington, get somebody in that speaker's position so you can pass the aid package that the president has talked yeah. about. Um, and and now the number of people running for House Speaker, that's nine. <laughs> After we went Here we go. 0 for Scalise and 0 for Jordan, now they're going to work on nine potential candidates. Uh, no vote expected today. I'm hearing that's going to be Tuesday. The excuses or the explanations from the head coach <laughs> and the quarterback yeah. uh, coming up in Brandon uh, Sports at 645. Wide open. A.J. Dillon, wide <laughs> open. And not even just that play. I know. Like, I just know. bad. So Bagel Fest was okay. this weekend in New York. Good. And this is when they celebrate New York's most beloved culinary confection. Of course, bagels are huge in New York. That's where the best ones are. That's what everyone always says, right? The Carby Party celebrates all things bagel, and they have an actual contest. Well, the winner who won multiple categories this year in the New York City's Bagel Fest was a bakery from North Texas. Scandal. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) North Texas's Starship Bagel continuing to boldly go where no other Texas bakery has gone before. So Starship uh, absolutely dominated Bagel Fest in New York, placing in five separate competitions, including Best Bagel. So what's the secret, says the uh, baker, the guy who's put this team together? To be perfectly honest, uh, I 
I honestly just believe that I love bagels more than anyone else in the entire world. God, love. Oh, right. Love is the secret ingredient. Now, he did have an interesting comment because there's a lot of talk that the reason bagels are so good in New York City is because of the water. We've heard that before in different areas like in Kentucky. You know, the water there helps with the uh, making the bourbon and really? that type of thing. Oh, because of the limestone and different stuff. But like okay. anyway, there's talk that in New York, the water helps make the bagels. His take on that? My bagels taste better back home, man. Um, the water is a total myth. Yeah, water well, yeah. ain't got anything I, to do with it. I didn't agree with my man here. I've never made a bagel in my life, but like, come on. Anyway, congratulations to the North Texas Baker. 638 on Wisconsin's Morning News. That's a perfect weather for that last little pop in the lawn, Eric. Uh, how about that? Oh, yeah? What does that mean, last little pop? I like your fat uncle pushing back from the Thanksgiving dinner table. That's the sound my lawn is making. (laughs) You know, chinch bugs. You know, manganese. A lot of people don't even know what that is. Great, Carl. Can I get a nitrogen? Nitrogen, you know. Mm, Yeah. Got the malorganite down just in time, like midweek last (laughs) week. And we had this nice rain. Here we go. Soft rain (laughs) soaking on in. Nobody cares. (laughs) <laughs> you should pro tip right now Malorganite's hard to find legit i talked to some folks at Malorganite at the company that that creates the Malorganite. it's locally based right here in milwaukee part of mmsd there's only so much right yeah there's only so much they can make and there's mm-hmm. a, i don't know if you want to call it a shortage but they could they could sell more if they could make more so i guess everybody has to eat a little bit more i guess and <laughs> contribute a little something yes, come on Little something, something for the toilet. So this is the product. It's a byproduct of the sewage treatment process here in Milwaukee. Big fan of the product because not only is it, you know, it's a gain for taxpayers. Mm-hmm. It uh, also saves from some of that byproduct being put into landfills yep, and things yep. like that. And we make this natural fertilizer out of it. Anyway, so I'm a fan, but uh, it's 10 bucks a bag right now at Stein's if you need it. Sometimes it can be hard to find. So that's okay. why I got mine. I'll take oh, a look, yeah. see. But one last pop here, you think? You get that last pop? My lawn's looking pretty good without it. It is? I don't know know if you are. 644 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. A late Jordan Love interception sealed the Packers' fate on Sunday as Green Bay falls for the third straight game, losing to the Broncos in Denver by a final score of 19-17 to fall to 2-4. On their season, the Packers offense failing to score 20 or more points in the fourth straight game. That's their longest streak since 2005. Green Bay is back home next week to host the Minnesota Vikings. The Texas Rangers avoid elimination on Sunday night with the 9-2 Game 6 win in Houston. Game 7 is scheduled tonight. Winner of that game will advance to the World Series. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. The same old Packers strike once again. Another week, another letdown for the Cheesehead faithful. After an embarrassing loss to the Raiders in Week 5 prior to the bye week, the Packers took the last 14 days off and did, well, absolutely nothing to look like an improved team. This week, the finger-pointing doesn't necessarily stop at just one person. The blame goes all the way around after scoring just 17 points against the league's worst defense and losing yet again for the third straight time. 
For the second time in four weeks, the offense led by head coach Matt LaFleur and former first-round draft pick Jordan Love failed to score a single point in the first half. Again, keep in mind, as you just heard, this was the league's worst defense. The same defense Miami scored 70 points on just weeks ago. Jordan Love, fair or not, has been unable to deliver the ball downfield in a consistent manner in order for this offense to succeed. According to ESPN Stats and Info, Love is now 6 of 27 on throws 20 or more yards down the field. The play calling as a common theme this season has been nothing short of atrocious. There's no creativeness, there's no used motion, there's no rollouts, and a feel of no trust in number 10. The offensive line cannot only not get defenders out of the way, with untimely penalties, they can't even get out of their own way. The receivers are running the wrong routes and at times are running into each other. No one can stay healthy on this roster and their finger pointing in the locker room is just starting to begin. The defense has been better than advertised, but the lack of turnovers and game-changing plays have been far too few. Times are tough in Titletown, there's no debate about that, and with the schedule beginning to toughen up, things could just get uglier. Buckle up, Packers fans. The ride from here on out could get bumpy. You won't get no dessert till you clean off your plate, so eat it. Don't you tell me you're full, just eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Get yourself an A. 6.52 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Our teammate from 101.7 The True, Telly Hughes, with us on Monday mornings. I do want to ask you about pursuant to the music that's playing right now. Bucks are having their dog and pony show for the new food items later this year. But let me get a, can I get a quick Packers take from you? Uh, I didn't expect us to be 15 and two, but I thought we were better than this. Uh, I agree. I agree. Is that unfair? And I came in one of the few people I think, well, at least I hang around that was excited about Jordan Love. I thought he was going to be good. I thought he was going to be more efficient and, I just, I don't, when you're even in a battle with a, the Denver Broncos, a team that <laughs> freaking gave up 70 uh. points, and you're in a battle to score, like, that says a lot. It says a lot. And I know this is not a popular take, especially in these, you know, areas, but I just don't think Matt LaFleur is a good coach. And I think he's had a Hall of Fame quarterback that is, uh, you know, covered up all of his deficiencies until now. I just, that's my opinion. But, and, and I mean, you come in with this moniker of, oh, I was with McVeigh and I could do this and I could do that. But for real, what has he come in and done, you know, as far as play calling? Or is there ever a game you could say, man, Matt LaFleur outcoached Matt LaFleur won that game. For yes. Him. Right. And he said multiple times after games that I can recall where he yeah. said the opposite. Oh, well, we're, we were outcoached. Outcoached today. <laughs> yeah. That's on me. <laughs> That's, that's on, on me. I didn't get them ready, or I didn't do this, or I didn't do that. So that's my take. I think it's a, it's it's a huge problem that I, I think has been overlooked for a long time, and I think time will tell. Ten o'clock this morning, the Bucks is they're getting ready for their new season. Boy, we start this week, right? Games yeah. that count. Yes. So Games the Bucks are going to have as as teams are wont to do little dog and pony show for for the media and invited guests on these are the new food items that we're going to have this year. They're not listed. Did, 
Did you see that in the news release, Eric? Did they give us like a teaser on what it's going to be? Uh, I don't think so. The such and such nacho I, or the, this kind of brat? Or... I, I don't know, but in my past years, I would. I always thought that was just like the opening night, and then they'll <laughs> go back to the slop that they give you, right. you know, normally. <laughs> and you're still going to get what you're going to get You're going to get what you're going to get. I mean, they could come out of, like, oh, we're going to roll out these new food items. Yes, for the fans, that doesn't have anything to do with the media room. <laughs> <laughs> You've been in ballparks all over the place. Is there like a spot or an arena or something where it's like either must have or don't even bother? We'll go. We'll go out after and eat. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of those, uh, really? <laughs> but uh, but the the first part there were. Like back in the day, uh, when you went to Dodger Stadium, you got it. You had to have a Dodger dog. Okay, you had to have things like that. Uh, when I would go to Fenway, um, they'll serve clam chowder in the in the media uh, the press box. So that was cool. But the coolest thing was uh, New Orleans, the Smoothie King Center. So before, <laughs> like when they come around, the ushers will come around, and if they see you working and you doing pregame stuff. Then they'll come around and ask you your order. And then by the middle of the first quarter, they'll bring you your smoothie. Oh, real nice. So I was like, man, that is, I love going to the Smoothie King Center. (laughs) (laughs) And these are quality smoothies, too. Right. Right. Think about what concessions we had as kids. I mean, I'm looking back at County Stadium. You had your hot dog, you had your brat, you had your Polish. Mm -hmm. I think probably Italian was in there at some point, right? Mm -hmm. You had your licorice rope. You had your rubbery, you're not one of these nice Milwaukee pretzel company pretzels. You had your rubbery pretzel <laughs> that you had to get the cheese with. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, it was just like gnawing on rubber. And maybe some soft serve. Like, that's it. That was it. Peanuts. Maybe nachos. Maybe, maybe like the, right. the, 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 the very conservative, the like, yeah, with right. the little cheese that you, they give you 200 chips and like enough cheese for 20 <laughs> for chips. Seven chips. <laughs> right. That's it. I mean, think about this how spoiled. We are now with the culinary options that are available. Yeah, but also the price is reflected too. Well, that's all right. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's not like you could go just get a, a cheeseburger for five dollars anymore. And now, well, Fiserv has Chick Fil A up in there as well. Yeah, yeah, so, super popular. All yeah, right, we'll see what they is. roll out for you. The Dog and Pony Show. The we will see new menu items <laughs> later this year. Thanks, Tony. For the fans, yes, for the. Fans. <laughs>